Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another former Liberal MP who was elected in 2015. She was also the Parliamentary Secretary to Mr. Trudeau. And uh, I was very interested, and I'm very glad she's on the program, because I'm very interested in her reaction to Jody Wilson-Raybould's decision to not seek re-election in Vancouver-Granville. Because their situations, I think, are not entirely dissimilar. Um, Selena Caesar Chavan was the parliamentary secretary to Mr. Trudeau, an entrepreneur, a very successful woman, and uh, she was not treated particularly well by the prime minister. And uh, Selena, thank you very much for coming back on the program. I think your book, by the way, Can You Hear Me Now, is fantastic. It's a great read. It's a necessary read for people. Thanks for coming back. Thank you so much for having me, Roy. I appreciate it. Every time you call, we have a great conversation. We do. Thank you. So what was your reaction? And you know Jody Wilson-Raybould. What what was your response reaction to her announcement of just a few days ago? Uh, so my, my first reaction was to send her a message, just, um, you know, a text message just saying, you know, I, I see you. I love you. Like, this is going to be a hard moment it has to be a hard moment and it's going to be hard for some time she's great at her job um and to leave a job that you love because the nature of the the job is so toxic that it pushes you out um is gut-wrenching and i just wanted her to know that i i understand exactly how she feels and i know why it was necessary for her to leave in her letter to her constituents and i have it here somewhere with all the paper But essentially, and I read a few lines from it earlier, but essentially in the letter to her constituents, she writes about leaving because she was involved with the parliament in steep decline as far as fulfilling its responsibilities ethically is concerned. And those are my words, not hers. Would you agree with that sentiment, though, based on your time in parliament, that it is an institution that is in decline? Um. I think, and I can only I can only speak to the fact that I have served under a particular prime minister, the current prime minister. And I think that when we first started as, you know, if everybody could could just travel with me back to 2015 when we were talking about open, transparent government, doing government differently, um, a feminist government, government that valued diversity, that the most important relationship that we had was one with Indigenous people of Canada. To where we are today, I would say, yes, there has been a steep and steady decline over the last few years. Um, that have that have followed the rhetoric of our current prime minister. Yeah, when you were elected in 2015, he appointed you as his parliamentary secretary. Um, you made a decision during your first term in office not to run again. Would you right. be able to share with us, with my listeners who don't know, what it was that ultimately made you decide not to run again, and then... And I know you've said this, you've told this many, many times, but I think it's central to the to the behavior of the man when he described himself as a, as a fem- feminist, how he treated you, because we know how he treated Jody Wilson-Raybould. What happened? What made you decide not to run again? And what was that meeting like with Mr. Trudeau when you told him that you weren't running again? 
Yeah, so I'm really glad that you said that, that it's it's central to the character of the, of, of the man. And I, I want Canadians to, or your listeners to understand that this is not just about me or Jody. Think of this as a microcosm of a bigger issue when we think about some of the issues that plague our country. So when I, I left, uh, the four years of, of politics that I was there, um, in 2015, telling the prime minister I didn't want to be tokenized, I was the only Black female elected. Um, out of 338 uh, members of parliament. And I was very specific that I did not want to be a token in this government. I didn't want to be a a parliamentary secretary to the prime minister to fill any gaps and racial or gender gaps that he had in his cabinet. He assured me that that wasn't the case. And I I believe that. But in my four years, I could summarize them quite easily. In 2016, the whole year was uh, an embarrassingly tokenistic role that I played, only being asked to go to Black events uh, internationally. In 2017, I was excluded from a lot of major conversations we had around the budget, around fulfilling some of the Uh, commitments that we wanted around equity, in particular with Black communities. In 2018, I was gaslit uh, for talking about racism, but I was not protected by a party that said that they valued diversity. And by 2019, I decided I had enough um, that I was not going to run because clearly the contribution I was making to that party was not being valued and or respected. And I would say that after I decided I wasn't going to run, I decided to sit as an independent. And if you read the the last line of page two of Jody Wilson-Raybould's letter, that this is why it was the um, the lack of courage, the lack of courage to speak the truth and the failure of bystanders to support those who do. It was the mistreatment, not only of myself, but what I saw um, especially of Jody Wilson-Raybould within the SNC-Lavalin scandal, the lack of courage to just be honest about what was happening within our government, in our democratic institution, and the lack of those around the prime minister to say to step up and say, no, 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 you need to do better. And that was, um, it was a heartbreaking moment then, and it's, it's still heartbreaking now. Yeah, I have uh, just found her letter, except for the line that you just read, that's still mired, buried somewhere in all my paper. You should see how much paper I have in here. I probably will get into environmental difficulty. It's just the way I do things. I, I, I like paper. Um, she, she wrote, in 2015, I ran to be the MP for our newly created riding of Vancouver Granville to drive change on the critical issues facing our community and all Canadians, including Indigenous reconciliation, climate change, social and racial justice, and building an enduring economy in a rapidly shifting world. Fighting for transformative change on these matters is what I was doing before I became your MP, uh, as she writes, when I was regional chief. I just, as I read that, I sense some, I mean, the real disappointment, the rest of her journey, some of it we are privy to as Canadians, some mm-hmm. of it we can deduce from what we know, mm-hmm. but that just, those words to me just ring of absolute disappointment and yeah. almost a sense of wasted effort, wasted on this man and his government. Now, you wrote in your book about what happened after you made the decision to not run again and how you felt at that time and when you got up in the morning, how you felt. Remind us, please. Uh, you know, it, 
I, I just, it, it was the same feeling of incredible disappointment to know that you, you go to an institution like our federal parliament to make change. And I just felt like, you know, I was banging my head against the wall, <laughs> against the wall. And the decision to, to not run again, it's you decide, well, do I want to bang my head against the wall for another four years? Or do I want to try to make change from the outside? And unfortunately, um, again, I can only speak to this government. Uh, I didn't serve under any other prime ministers. Um, the decision was quite easy for me to walk away because I knew that whether we were talking about any of the issues that uh, Ms. Wilson-Raybould uh, put in that letter, climate change, reconciliation, or, or social and racial justice, or building an economy, we were not doing that in a way that created equitable outcomes for people that needed it the most. Yeah, Sully and I can tell you this each time I speak with you on the air. And it's, I always enjoy the conversations a great deal. But each time after you and I speak, I receive emails from your former constituents in Whitby reminding me how much they appreciated you being MP and how much they miss your presence in Parliament. You're going to make me cry, Roy. That's true. It's true. You made, you made the impression on people. You know, this is what we look for as, as Canadians. We look for people, whether we agree with them or not, we don't always have to agree. But we look for people who we can trust, who we know they're going to be honest. We know they're going to do their very best. And we know they don't have ulterior motives for sitting in that seat representing the people in their constituency. And that is you. Right. And you know what? I, I, I just want to say, to just to reiterate that, the people of Whitby, it was my greatest honor serving them and my greatest disappointment to leave that position. But I knew and they knew that I was a straight shooter. When they came into my office, there was no wishy-washy. There was no, oh, I'll consider your your point or I'll consider. I was I was so honest with them as to what I was going to do. There was no consideration. Either I was going to help them or I was going to give them an, an alternative. I wasn't going to let them leave my office feeling unsure about what was going to happen next. And that is the most disappointing part. This is why I texted Roy, I mean, sorry, I texted Jody and said, this is going to be hard because the people that you love and who love you and your constituency are going to be, there's going to be a hole. There's going to be something missing there because they knew, agree or disagree that the person who was their voice in Ottawa was going to fight for them no matter what. And um, it, it is a challenge because I, I love my community. I love the people of Libya. I love the people that I served. Well, they love you right back. And I do want to let people know, read Selena's book, Can You Hear Me Now? Because one thing you'll find out, that even as a little girl, and I'm talking five, six, seven, eight years of age, she was not wishy-washy then either. <laughs> <laughs> Roy, I love you. Um, every time you call me to come on this show, it's just, you You make me, you, you, you're just a great person to just chat with. I just, I love it so much. I cannot wait until we meet in person. Well, me, me neither. So we'll have to make sure that that happens now. For sure. Thanks, Selena. Take good care. Thank you so much. You be well. Bye-bye. Selena Caesar Chavan, former Whippy Ontario member of Parliament Reader Book. Can you hear me now? It's it's really worth a read. It really is. If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. 
And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 